Well, today we're talking about conspiracy theories and I wanted to ask, what is your favorite conspiracy theory about the other two of us? Or if there isn't one that you know, like what would it be a conspiracy theory you would make up? <laughs> um, I would make up the conspiracy theory that on the night that Kirk and I shared a yurt together and Andrew and Paul shared a yurt together where Andrew claims to have slept on the floor and Paul claims to have slept on in the bed separate from Andrew, that they did in fact make sweet sweet intimate love wow that night. okay that's a good one well because like not that far at long long after like paul was pregnant was divorced oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was a bargain bin broke back mountain right there <laughs> my conspiracy theory that i would make up about erica is that she has toxoplasmosis and it's actually sandy who's controlling her at all times girl that's not a conspiracy theory that's just fact <laughs> that's probably real Because ain't no fucking way my black ass would keep this cat who pisses and shits in everything if she weren't fully controlling my brain. My conspiracy theory about Andrew would be that this begins to hard time of being so old that he's actually like 12 and he's in middle school. (laughs) Benjamin Button ass. And and Cassie's his mom. (laughs) I'm going to be dead in like three years. (laughs) Aging backwards at a rapid, rapid rate. My conspiracy theory about Maggie is that my therapist sent her in <laughs> to save as a us sleeper all. agent. Oh my god, she's secretly documenting all the dumb shit we say. Oh my god, honestly, honestly, I think that Maggie's a plant to sabotage us, and she's yeah. going to gather all the foul things that we text each other and expose us all at the height of our fame. My conspiracy about Paul would be that he's not actually gay and he's only gay because I'm gay. And when we were kids, he always just wanted to be me. <laughs> well, my conspiracy theory is he bullied you into being gay. I think that too. My <laughs> conspiracy theory is that you fucked. I just don't believe that you two no, we've never have gone sex. this long. Never, no, no, girl. We have not. If anyone has any proof that Paul and Kirk have had sex, I am willing to pay top dollar for that information. In true frenemy fashion, we're wishing our girl America a happy belated birthday, even though she makes a huge deal out of it every single year. Yeah, America's like really beautiful, but she's also a shady bitch. I don't blame her. Imagine being one of the most diverse countries on the planet, but you've literally only been raised by a bunch of white dudes your entire life. You'd have a complex too. We here at Hellscape Carousel are all about spilling the tea, so today we're focusing on the juiciest rumors, the hottest gossip. Today, we're talking conspiracy theories. Andrew's favorite thing because he's a white guy. (laughs) The last two presidential election cycles have been a petri dish for conspiracies. I can literally see Andrew drooling on his keyboard, but I'm sad to say this will not be our QAnon episode, so we will not be talking about your girlfriend, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. Today, let's, I mean, to be honest, like I say that we will, she's like the conspiracy theory queen and her bestie Lauren or frenemy Lauren, honestly. Today, let's take a look back at America's greatest hits. We're solving some of America's greatest mysteries. Who really assassinated JFK? Does the Illuminati control our government? Are there really alien spaceships in Area 51? All right. So like probably 
Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but we will be discussing some of the conspiracies that shaped and even founded this somewhat okay slash deeply mediocre nation and the ways that they've lived on through modern day conspiracy theories. History doesn't always repeat itself, but it rhymes every single damn time. So break out the tinfoil hats and let's all look back at the many times America strung up democracy and beat it like a damn pinata for the birthday, bitch. Guys, like I really feel like we've kind of forgotten about the queen bee of it all when it comes to conspiracy theories, which is the Illuminati. Like the Illuminati used to be synonymous with conspiracy theories, and the theories were so prevalent that Beyonce literally called it out in the song. I'm going to see her at the Renaissance tour, and I'm sure she's going to say it. But I can't even think of the last time someone's mentioned it until me today. I'm brilliant. Andrew, you were born kind of around the same time the Illuminati formed in like the 1700s, I think. What do you know about the conspiracies around them? Well, this is my favorite topic conspiracy theories i don't believe most of them um but i do love talking about them and researching them because they're just so damn fascinating to me so i think before we start talking about the illuminati which coincidentally formed the same year as our great nation in 1776 um we should talk about some of the conspiracies that actually led to the revolution um that Britain was determined to destroy the colonies with taxes and punitive laws uh, following the Boston Tea Party. Around that time, most people living in the colonies really didn't have any notion of wanting to separate from Britain. Uh, They were British citizens. They wanted to remain British citizens. They had a pretty good thing going in the colonies here, uh, stealing Native American land, notwithstanding. (laughs) But they viewed a lot of actions that the uh, British crown was taking as against them or a conspiracy to deliberately destroy the colonies. So there was a number of acts starting in the mid 1760s that were levying new taxes against the colonies. All of these things that Britain was doing was really just to treat the colonies almost as a bank and as a revenue stream and recoup money for the crown so that they could pay off their debts. So following the French and Indian War, Britain was in significant debt, so they levied a new tax against the colonies to try to recoup some money and pay down that debt. And then the British East India Company was in financial trouble. Um, they had an overstock of tea that they, had, they needed to get rid of that they had on their books. So the Tea Act in 1773 was an attempt by the British Parliament to get uh, colonists to buy more tea from the British East India Company so that they could basically save the failing British East India Company. That obviously led directly to the Boston Tea Party, which was a protest of that. After that, the British Parliament retaliated with a series of punitive laws that were meant to kind of punish the colonists, and that really was sort of the final straw and where the colonists could see this whole conspiracy against them to destroy the colonies, whereas on the British side, they just kind of saw it as, well, we're we're just kind of controlling this outgrowth of the British Empire itself. It has nothing to do with destroying the colonies. They certainly didn't want to or couldn't destroy the colonies because they needed that revenue source. Um, 
And then the rest is history. That's where this nation came from. So it could be said that the nation was founded on a conspiracy theory. Not quite a conspiracy theory in the way that like the moon landing is faked or the Illuminati is, but still the colonists thought that the British crown was conspiring against them and they didn't feel like full British citizens, even though they wanted to be. Um, so I think that's one thing that we kind of tend to forget around this time of year. And, and one thing that really isn't taught that most people in the colonies didn't want to be separated from the crown. They didn't really set out to start a whole new nation. It, it just kind of came about because the, the blood had gotten so bad between the colonies and Britain that they really didn't see any other way. I think it's so funny because there's parallels in that, right? Like this idea of a, a greater, more established power that's trying to, you know, take advantage of this quote unquote victimized group for their tax money. And it's like, like I said, history does rhyme. And it's this, it's so funny to me that like, if you just like, kept a few more things a little bit more vague, someone would have been like, oh, this is like, this is about some finance bros in Manhattan who are upset that, you know, they're going to pay a little bit more in taxes so they can afford their coke habit a little bit less. It's just so stupid how people can see points in history where their thought process has already been fully explored and it's all been fully kind of looked through. And they just choose to say like, oh, this is the first time this has ever happened to me. Um, Andrew, do you think, you know, as someone who is clearly very well versed in this, do you see any of those parallels um, now within some of the conspiracy theories or even I would say more so movements that are happening, especially on the right? Yeah, I really see that what happened during the American Revolution or, or really right before it that caused it to happen. A lot of that reminds me of January 6th, although obviously January 6th is much, much dumber than what ended up happening with the revolution. It's funny because nowadays we are so connected or seemingly connected on the internet. Um, I mean, right now I have a laptop and a desktop and a smartphone and a smartwatch, like all these devices around me that are all connected to the internet. And I can look up any information I want. And the colonists didn't have that, obviously. Any communication back and forth between the colonies and the British crown took an extremely long time, and they were really isolated and disconnected. And you can see how in an environment like that, where they're not in the room with parliament and talking these issues out and can see that you know they interpreted what parliament was doing as malicious. Now, I'm sure we could have a debate about whether or not they should have taxed the colonies in order to pay for their war or prop up a the, the failing East India Company or anything like that. But I think that's kind of immaterial to the discussion here. Mm -hmm. The colonists were so disconnected from that information that in, in that vacuum, they, they had to come up with some kind of explanation for what was happening because it really didn't make a lot of sense to them. And I think the history of humanity really is a whole long series of conspiracy theories. I mean, 
even religion in a way, like because of this absence of knowledge, you don't understand why lightning happens or you don't understand why somebody dies or, you know, you, you create this story to explain that because the human brain just really can't handle not knowing things. Mm -hmm. So you invent it. So I think it makes a lot of sense why that would happen in, you know, the 18th century in, um, the colonies. But I also think it makes a lot of sense that it happened in 2020 here in America. And, and that's because um, we are isolated and disconnected in a large part because of these systems that we have created. Y you know, I, I, I think back before the internet happened in a lot of ways, um, people did have their preferred method of getting news but there really wasn't that many options and it was harder to get material that really tailored to fringe beliefs in the way it is now and people can isolate themselves in these echo chambers or these bubbles um you know we, we've probably all heard that term thrown around a lot echo chamber on the news um but it really is real that even on a site like reddit you can set it up so you subscribe to the reddits you want to see and not the ones that you don't want to see and even though information that conflicts with you is on that same website mm -hmm. you may never encounter it because you are fully in your little world and and in your little spot and the same thing with how people consume news no longer is it about getting on you know seeing a channel and flipping through different channels and you get to see um different news programs depending on how many different channels you you flip through or whatever um people can cater their information intake so specifically that you're never going to go to cnn you're going to go to the gateway pundit or breitbart or the daily wire or any of those and you will get quotes and out of context things coming in to you from those articles and you think you're getting that information from those the opposing view but you're really not and obviously i'm speaking specifically about right-wing media because mm -hmm. i think it's the main offender but in a lot of sometimes it does happen um with the liberal mainstream media as well where they they kind of miss the full context of what somebody said and they, they take it too far and you know they they don't look into it um i i mean i could just keep ranting about the news for as long <laughs> as possible but i'll stop for now but i really think that's that's the parallel here is is that vacuum of information causes people to create those ideas on their own which you know led to one successful revolution and another one that in that context of revolutions looks extremely funny because of how stupid it was I'm sure you guys have seen, I don't know if you've seen it, the documentary that was, um, not the social network, cause that's the movie, but the, you know, what I'm talking about, it was called like, came out like a year and a half or ish ago. It was basically about social media and about the idea of how it like, um, you know, you only see what you're going to see. And then the, I forget what it was. They like, interviewed a bunch Netflix? of people and took, yeah, it was a documentary. Yeah. I know um, what you're talking about. I don't remember. Anyway, that. long story short, it, it shows that that's what's happening in, on both sides. I feel like people on the left aren't as prone to conspiracy theory. Um, I don't think, maybe that's because I believe everything that I'm hearing and they are all conspiracy theories, but I think that, um, the reason it's happened so much and the reason your uncle and your great grandma and always believe all these things is because they're chronically on Facebook or 
watching media that is telling them things over and over and over and over again. They're only seeing that over and over, whether it's true or not true. Mm -hmm. And they believe that. So they believe that um, the election was, you know, over. I mean, the election was stolen. Or they believe because it's all they're seeing. Right. So, I mean, it is it is a real thing. It would be great if it could happen in a good way, though. And I think it does happen in a good way sometimes on social media. Like, there are good aspects to things that pop up on there, like keep coming in front of your face, and you know. But I think, unfortunately, the fake things or the most grandiose things are things that people are going to take to. Right. You brought up a really good point, though, that... Yeah. Shut <laughs> up, always girl. Always a good point. Oh, Please. <laughs> that the conservative mindset is much more prone to conspiracy theories. Um, I don't think that liberals or Democrats or however you want to call the quote unquote left in America, like I don't think that they're immune to it. We don't want to get into a whole rabbit trail today, but I think the original like Russian collusion conspiracy theory was overblown compared to what actually was there. But yeah, that's still very different from how a lot of conservatives um, consume media and then concoct a structure around it. Last year, or yeah, I guess it was last year, the, before we went on hiatus, we did a, a episode about uh, right-wing media and we all found articles. And in all that research, you're looking at articles, what I noticed is the more fringe outlets like the Gateway Pundit, or Breitbart, they would run an article that didn't have any editorializing. They would just mm-hmm. run an article about a celebrity dying or a attack that happened somewhere. Somebody attacked like a young mother with a knife or whatever. No editorializing. Um, they would just present the facts, and they were the facts. It wasn't skewed in any way. And it was the people in the comment section and that took that information and then constructed this whole narrative around it. So I could I think that those those news outlets are doing that on purpose right around the time of covid, like the Gateway Pundit was really pushing that um, vaccines are causing yeah. um, myocarditis and sudden death. So they would just write articles about random famous or semi famous people dying um, and the people in the comments would just run with it all the time. Obviously, it's the clot shot. Obviously, it's Fauci. The clot shot? Wait oh, yeah, a minute. Whoa, 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 wait. I'm no, so no, sorry. That's, that's real. The way that my brain that literally is. just skipped. Because you oh. remember, I guess there is what the, was it J&J that someone passed? Yes. There uh, was a very, yeah. very, very tiny percent chance that it could cause clots. And they paused using it for a little bit just to investigate. And then then they were Bro, like, let's you know what? Darwinism. Yeah, the the, the the chance is so low. But no, I do think that what's so interesting about all of this is I keep I think we keep, you know, not even alluding to it. We're outright saying it. We see a lot more of this conspiracy theory on the right. And yeah, even Republicans when you look, believe things that aren't real. That is just the fact. OK, but it, it, it's true. It, I mean, do you know what I also want to say really quickly? Because I was going to say I cut off Andrew earlier, but I don't, I don't like cutting off Andrew. I only cut off Erica. Um, I, when Andrew said liberal and he like, you were, you couldn't even, I, for some reason, I like liberal such a, has such a negative connotation to me now. Isn't that crazy? Like I keep going to be like, well, liberals don't believe this and us liberals. I don't even want to be called a liberal because I feel like it's so like, it has a negative connotation now. Well, that's a whole other podcast. Right? Isn't that interesting? Like, it's (laughs) like, I'm like, what, there's nothing wrong with being a liberal. But when I say I'm like, oh, I'm not a liberal. 
What was it? I think it was Tommy Loren said one of the most iconic statements of all times. A, Tommy a Loren. Okay, first off, her name is Tommy Loren. You just made her sound so sophisticated. Tommy Loren. <laughs> you know, I said it like That's Ralph hilarious. Loren. Not yeah, me. I know. I was like, who the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Not me upgrading the bitch. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Well, she blocked me on Instagram. So <laughs> That's still one of my favorite facts about you. That should be my fun fact. That should be my fun fact. Yes. I mentally call her that Toby Lawrence late. in my head. Um, but <laughs> Toby Lawrence once said, I'm a millennial, so I don't like labels, which is such an iconic statement. Um, she was on an interview with Trevor Noah, but I digress. I think even if you look back, so like if we go back to the 1790s, Ooh. A lot of, I know, and Andrew was just a wee lad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just getting my feet underneath me. <laughs> like a baby deer. Uh, but back then, you know, a lot of the fear around the Illuminati was because they were very big on, it was a group whose ideals was separating church and state. And so it was, again, we've, we see it now, this evangelical minister literally named Jedediah, which is insane to me that like this man who started this crazy conspiracy theory has a crazy conspiracy theory name. Um, so talk about an innovator and a titan in American history. But that's to say that a lot of the fear was this idea of losing a particular way of life that's quote unquote rooted in moral superiority and this fear of losing that moral superiority through these groups that are meant to come in and uproot everything for the sake of evil and the devil. And it's just kind of this, I think what's so interesting and I would love to see if there's any studies out there or like uh, preferably like hot listener with a PhD who can talk about this. Um, and also marry me. But if there's any like true cognitive differences between people who identify as left leaning or right leaning, because the way that yeah. fear drives so much and has literally, I'm afraid too. I'm afraid of our, our planet. I'm afraid for our planet. I'm afraid of, you know, mass shootings and all the things that really do happen every day. But it's so interesting that a group can be so driven by fear that they can create an uprising and materially change society. Like we are, call it what you may, we're still at, we're a post January 6th society. I think that we have changed a lot through it. We're going to be seeing those effects probably forever. And so I just think it's so interesting that you can see from the most basic levels, the parallel of these conspiracy theories being driven by fear. Um, and this concept of this evil entity that's meant to strip away God from us. Um, and it, it makes me so curious to see what 2024 is going to look like. Because um, it's like, on one hand, we don't have COVID for people to like obsess over. And so like what, I mean, I would love to know what you guys think. Like, what do you think could be the COVID? For 2024, what's the hot new trend for the right? Well, right now, it's certainly the indictments against President Trump that they're fake. Now, I don't know if that rises quite to the level of conspiracy theory that we're talking about here, but and it, it certainly is not as intense as uh, the way the pandemic was in terms of people's conspiracies. But that's what's going on right now. But 
I, I think when we get to closer to the election, all the election stuff will start coming back. I, I have been seeing stuff coming back in the right-wing media about election. They're starting to bring back and remind people of, of what they say happened in the last election and how it was stolen. So I'm kind of wondering if, if, if that will be the conspiracy du jour um, as we get closer to another election. I love a reboot. Well, so does Hollywood. Literally. Maggie literally typed in our chat. Abortion. Abortion. Well, it's true, but abortion has been the one that's been driving them forever. Yeah. So, I mean, and obviously right now it's even bigger than ever. Well, I think that's the thing is now it's that there's the left who's pushing back more too. Like yeah. before they had no backing, like the right wasn't so supported. They didn't have the numbers that they do now. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like they can push forward, which means they can also get like the left is pushing back too. So I think it is going to almost create like a greater reaction because yeah. there's more inputs overall. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to lighten it up a little bit and talk some of our favorite conspiracy theories. Well, I'm the token white straight on this podcast, so we all know that I love conspiracy theories. I don't know what it is about craft beer and conspiracy theories, but we all love them. <laughs> but not all conspiracies are created equal. Some hold water and others are just absolutely ludicrous, obviously. What's your favorite lesser known conspiracy theory? And do you think there's any truth to it? Well, uh, my least favorite conspiracy theory is that I'm a bottom. Like, it's my least favorite conspiracy <laughs> In I don't, the fucking world, I don't okay? think anyone asked for your least, bitch. <laughs> there is people out there talking about it, and I just need everyone to know that is a conspiracy theory. Second. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is conspiring to make people under think this? To think that? Gay people. Wait, I'm They're sorry. My question is, you're not a bottom? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen, I can bottom, but I also can do other things. But it's just like there's, I feel like I've run into this, this and the second conspiracy theory, which Eric already brought up earlier, is that I'm 6'2". And I've never claimed <laughs> to be 6'2". I never wanted to be 6'2". But uh, <laughs> I am not 6'2". Some man came up to me in the bar last weekend and, and who I knew from Instagram. We flirted a bit, but we never met. And then he, anyway, came up to me and was like, oh, and I was like, oh my God, like he's, he's real. And I'm like talking to him. He's like, you're not 6'2". <laughs> I was like, no, like did I ever say I was? So now I'm like scrolling through my Instagram to make sure it doesn't look like I'm catfishing. Um, For reference, Kirk is five foot one, nine, eight, eight. maybe seven. <laughs> maybe seven. Um, but those are my favorite conspiracy theories about myself. Now the other ones I like are my favorite one that is also Erica's favorite one is that Lee and Michelle can't read. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that's true is that Kirk can't, that Kirk read. can't read. No, but Lee and Michelle allegedly can't read. I'm sure some of our listeners know about that that situation, but she. Um, I don't know how it started. I've never, I've never dug enough into it because I can't read. <laughs> well, because but. the whole belief is because she went to Broadway so young that she never had proper schooling, uh, and so she never had the opportunity to learn how to read. And is so that she why just she's gets racist? her like, 
<laughs> yeah, that's why you're. If you're illiterate, you're racist. But Girl, I doesn't she books. have to know how to read to read a script and memorize lines? That's. The, no, I think that's also could, the joke. Yeah. So, it? like, the whole thing is that like she's oh. having her lines fed to her, read to her okay. by someone. Yeah. So, is this, anyway, is this a real conspiracy theory? Or yes. Is this, yes. Or is this like people are just joking around? No, like there's uh, like no. I think it's a joke. There's like, but there's also videos of her that are like she's reading something off, but like she's not hold like the papers oriented so that she's not reading it or it's just like very clear that she's not reading it oh so she's just joe biden andrew there <laughs> is there is a vice article about it there's a buzzfeed article. there's a lot of articles about it people.com leah michelle mocks conspiracy theory she can't read she just made like a tiktok of her um i forget it it was actually funny but she that's, was like it was about funny. her not being able to read but no it's a joke but people really went with it um my other one is i have two more or three more is um <laughs> that Avril Lavigne died. Oh, and that is there's iconic. A, there's oh, this yeah, woman like named Melissa, <laughs> who is Avril Lavigne, which I love. I also love that K- people say Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. Yes, I love that one too. Which I, I have love. not heard that one before. That's that's fun. I yeah, like I yeah. think uh, it's like that's the time. Fun. That was the straightest reaction to Katy Perry being John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like funny. the timelines match up and they look somewhat similar. But it's yeah, like I no. think their ages would be the same and. I don't know. I I don't think John Benet Ramsey would be as much of a, as a flop, but who knows? And then, <gasps> honestly, um, though, <laughs> just kidding. I love Katy Perry. I've been to her concert. And then, um, <laughs> my favorite conspiracy theory is that Joe Biden won the election. <laughs> eighty-one million votes. Where <laughs> there's not even eighty-one million people in this country. <laughs> yeah, was it Marjorie Taylor who said there's like five billion illegal immigrants in the country? Yeah. And they all voted on their Dominion machines. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. No, actual, and when it comes to voting, um, one of my other ones is that Fantasia Barino lost American Idol. That's a conspiracy. And Wait, I've actually never heard no, that. No, she won American Idol. Oh, shit. I fucked that one up. Yeah, that was like, a conspiracy. What? Who's the one that lost that I wanted? To, oh, well, Catherine, obviously. But Jennifer? Um, Jennifer Hudson, yeah. Anyway, I mean, not, I digress from American Idol, but I feel like there's a lot of voter fraud there. If we want to talk about voter fraud, I could do a whole episode <laughs> on voter fraud in American Idol history and how that's that's what these Republicans should be worried about. I mean, <laughs> truly, the American Idol is the president of the music world, even though it was what well, it was like 20 years, years ago. We can only name like I can name. No, you can name a lot of working people. I, Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. Are the only two I could name. Well, I could name a lot, but I won't. Um, anyway, my big one I want to get into, which I think we should all get into, and then someone else could take the mic, is uh, it's a QAnon related one, but it's my favorite one, and it's a famous one, so it's not even very original. But it was original when it was created. Is PizzaGate? I love PizzaGate more than anything in the world. <laughs> like it is so crazy. Like when I was reading about this today, because I haven't, I was just like, getting up, back up to speed with it to see what, what's the latest. It's crazy that these people believe that this happened based on zero, zero information. Like there is no information that's like really started this other than I believe for emails. And I think at least you'll put enough energy into thinking that Hillary Clinton was starting a sex ring and other people, a child sex slave ring in a pizza place called Comet Pizza. That's like out of Toy Story. If they would like just look at the fact there's actual people accusing Donald Trump of sexual assault and just <laughs> accept that, they can't. To get except just a normal, you know, I'm coming out and saying I was assaulted. It has to be through a, pe- a fake pizza place or a real pizza place, but a fake pizza gate. Um, I think we need to start packaging Donald Trump's assaults and um, indictments and everything else, put it in conspiracy so they believe it. Honestly, 
that's not a bad idea. Because it's crazy. Because if you think of the stuff they believe, like there's no basis of anything, but they believe it. And then when something happens to this man or anyone on that side, it's that it actually is just a casual, plausible thing to believe. They don't believe it. And one guy went and, and shot a rifle yes. at yes. the pizza parlor. Those emails had some weird shit in them. But if I would look at my own emails that I have sent to coworkers and friends, like there's inside jokes that like don't make any sense to people outside. It's weird that people were able to look at those things and then concoct this entire situation out of them. Well, they thought there was a code word, right, for like pedophilia and human trafficking in the leaks, the WikiLeaks. Well, of John Podesta's emails or something. I kind of wonder, like all of this kind of comes out of like the 4chan culture. Yeah. Um, and, and for a long time, people on 4chan uh, were calling child pornography cheese pizza because uh, child pornography, pee-pee. CP, cheese pizza, CP. So Girl, I can think of other things, CP, a cheese pizza. It's a joke. So I, I, I think it maybe kind of grew out of that a little bit and just became so infected because of the emails that came out. I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> That really was the start of QAnon. It really wasn't quite yeah. QAnon, but it was like proto QAnon. Mm-hmm. Is and Maggie, you can chime in here because you're from the area. Is Comet Pizza a thing still? No, no. Shaking her head. I mean, it's really hard to come back from that. To be honest, I agree. Well, it's kind of fucked up. I, I hope they got a PPA. Whatever those loans were called, <laughs> a PPA, uh, <laughs> PPP. That one and my other favorite one that goes in this world is the. I just remember this as as you were talking, Andrew, because I was listening to you is um, that the Oprah Winfrey sex. This happened, I swear, only to me. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but it was during the thick of COVID. I was up at like 3 a.m. and the internet was going, Twitter was going crazy. It only lasted for a night that there was a, it was a QAnon thing that Oprah had a sex trafficking ring in her like basement or something. And Oprah had to wake up the next morning and tweet, I don't. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it was her, it's her, the school she set up in Africa. Maybe. Is is like a front for sex trafficking. And uh, people were trying to make her out to be the next Jeffrey Epstein, where, to be clear, Jeffrey Epstein actually did yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah, we don't um, talk about that. Okay. But there's, there's, no, <laughs> there's, I, there's no evidence that... Well, her Oprah, tweet was, this is the tweet, it's iconic. Just got a phone call that my name is trending and being trolled for some awful fake thing. It's not true. Haven't been raided or arrested. Just sanitizing and self-distancing with the rest of the world. Stay safe, everyone. She said, you Stay bitches safe. better listen the fuck up. That was 1.39 a.m. Yeah, I remember I was awake. I was like, what? This can't be real. Imagine you have Oprah fucked up in the middle of her night. But you know what? You know what? She deserves it all because of Why? Dr. Oz. Literally. Yeah, she did platform him. And oh, for and, Gail King. And Dr. Phil. I'm just kidding. They're like, Two fake doctors. Well, Dr. Oz is actually a real doctor, I was going to say, whoa, whoa, not, whoa. Give Dr. Dr. Oz his flowers. Like, he, Dr. No, no, no. Do we not like he's Dr. destroyed Phil? his reputation. He should have just stuck with the heart surgery and been the best damn heart surgeon ever. But no, he had to be a dickhead. Speaking yeah. of good things that got ruined, um, my favorite conspiracy theory is a... First of all, I would like to say I kind of feel bad for the Illuminati because they used to be the it girls. Like, yeah, so what much happened? so that Beyonce had to say their names. They no really fell off. in a song. Literally, they really fell. <laughs> like they they were on their grind for like three hundred or like two hundred twenty years, and then they slipped. You hate to see a queen lose her crown. Yeah, like that's fucked up. But my conspiracy theory is the Colorado airport 
the Denver airport conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. That's I love nice. Oh, my God. It's so good because there's just a lot that doesn't make sense. So basically, the Denver airport, um, for one thing, I think like the first thing that they mention is there's this giant statue of a blue horse with like red eyes. And everyone's like, oh, my God, like demon horse, like Satan worship. And apparently, like the sculptor was actually killed by the horse. So like, obviously, that adds to the lore around it. And so immediately when you enter, Satan's there. But then there's this insane mural. And I think the mural is, to me, the most interesting part where it was like this weird mural of like a death squad and like all these kids are being murdered. And there's like like the death squad very much is giving Nazi and then they painted over it with another mural by the same artist where it's like world peace. And like, there's, it's supposed to be like everyone's united under one religion. And so people are taking it as like this whole new world order thing where, you know, this giant enterprise is going to come in and they're going to cleanse the world. Cause like also in this mural, it's only children. So it's like, we're going to cleanse the world and start this new world of like perfect peace and prosperity. We just have to kill everyone first. And the last big thing is that for some reason, there's these massive tunnels underneath the airport. So much so that it's almost like a secondary, like they're essentially, they essentially built a terminal, started to build a terminal like structurally and then scrapped it and built over it. And so underneath the airport is these giant, pretty much concrete slab, slabs of rooms. And so people think that like when this event that is prophesized in this, the initial portrait of all these people dying happens, like this group of elite are going to come rise from under this bunker and start a new world order. These people just work for spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think we did a really bad thing by legalizing marijuana in Colorado. <laughs> because um, that sounds fucked. I would like to go to re- on record and say that the Hellscape Carousel team has a pro-marijuana stance. <laughs> I did until I heard this story. I'm looking at a picture of this horse and it weirdly enough looks like the horse that Beyonce rides during the Renaissance star. So maybe Illuminati is behind this one. Or it's just a fucking horse, bitch. <laughs> My favorite part about this is the Denver airport has a PDF available on their website detailing <laughs> all the conspiracy theories Shut about up, it. Really? Yes. yes. They really lean into it. Um, and one of the things is, is there is a gallery at the airport called Conspiracy Theories Uncovered where they okay, display fine. stuff about the conspiracy theories that people have about the airport, which of course feeds the ball. They're saying like, oh, like they're, they're telling us what's actually happening. They're mocking us. Honestly, that's me though. Like, you know those games, those social deduction games like Mafia and One Night Werewolf? If you accuse me and I'm not it, I'm like, fine, accuse me. Vote me out. Go ahead. I support it. Yeah, I'm the werewolf. Whatever. Fuck you. Like, that is the type of gaslighting that I love and respect. And so I will be flying to Denver and partaking in the local goods. I've never been to Colorado and now I don't want to. No, I think we should go. I'd love to go. No, I actually really do want to go to Colorado. Like a pod sponsored trip. Okay. Keep listening. Also like Maggie can be God. So I need a picture in front of this horse. It's the last thing I do. (laughs) And then also, and and also in front of the Comet pizza, if someone could get me there. 
<laughs> with my nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah. so when just Hell's Carousel goes to Washington. Everyone, please uh, subscribe yes. to the Patreon we haven't set up yet so we can fund a tour of conspiracy theory hotspots. Andrew, since you were around for both the execution and um, implementation of every conspiracy theory slash major world event ever, what is your favorite from your childhood? <laughs> I, w- I would just talk about two. I want to bring up a real conspiracy theory just briefly. Um, what that, is that? Hold on. That actually Can you preface? Okay, okay, wait. Are you saying that the Denver airport thing isn't real and that oh, Kirk oh, is Denver not airport, 6'2"? There's, there's absolutely a uh, portal <laughs> yeah, to hell wow. underneath the Denver airport. Oh, God, take put me in it. Uh, Kirk's height is still a remaining question. I'm um, 6'2 when I lay on my stomach and my dick's hard. <laughs> oh my God, I don't Kirk. even know what that means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So my favorite real conspiracy is is MK Ultra. Oh my god, you know who loves MK Ultra? Fucking Nicolob every white Ultra? dude ev- <laughs> Is that what we're talking about right now? I mean both MK and Ultra <laughs> and Michelob Ultra are preferred by white dudes. Yes, this is okay. a conspiracy about how the Canadians are trying to destroy America. Um no, MK Ultra was a program started by the CIA back in the late 50s, early 60s. It wasn't like one contained thing. It's happened over a span of a number of years. And it was basically them trying to find different ways of mind controlling people. So uh, they thought that the Russians were working on this. So they thought that we had to also be working on this. But the way they went about it is extremely fucked up. Um, They set up dummy organizations that would sponsor researchers at various universities and other scientific institutions. Um, to perform this research for them. And those people really didn't know at all that they were working for the CIA. They were working through various front organizations. It was all completely distributed. So it wasn't like this big centralized thing that everybody knew everybody else and what was going on. It was very isolated. And they did everything from dosing people with LSD without their knowledge, other drugs, um, it was crazy and it led to a couple of different suicides. Like people like literally developed psychosis from being drugged multiple times. Um, and it also probably led to the Unabomber. There's pretty what? good evidence that the Unabomber was experimented on by um, this program. Wait, what? Yeah. And that, that led to his mental illnesses and psychosis and paranoia, basically. So it actually happened. You know, I don't subscribe to the view that everything is just a conspiracy theory. Then why are we calling it a conspiracy? Is it I mean, not we a conspiracy? Can, so I it's actually, a conspiracy that happened. I feel but, like yeah. it's, it has a yeah. Wikipedia page, therefore it's real. No, Andrew literally <laughs> sent us an article. Conspiracy theories have not been proven to happen. Conspiracies are things that have happened. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. The so, I mean, a lot theory. of conspiracy theories like we didn't go to the moon is crazy. You could easily disprove that. You know where like, we didn't go? The Titanic. <laughs> 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 we almost got there. My that's my newest favorite conspiracy theory that 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 really happened. Okay, they're alive down there. Oh, 100% people people already immediately oh, were, were saying that it didn't happen. They either like they did send the sub down but no one was in it or there never was a sub and it never went down all because uh basically they were saying that they were doing that to distract from um, Hunter Biden's uh, court cases, or the fact that he was <laughs> he pled guilty to some stupid counts, and they really weren't. I, I saw what they were. They weren't like 
crazy counts. Like they weren't. I know yeah. it was something about like no, not but we still taxes. that still wasn't the news. Like it, it didn't distract at yeah, all. Yeah, it wasn't the news. I, People yeah, wouldn't but, care about that anyway because it's fucking boring. Yeah, yes. who cares? Who cares? Literally, it's not even part of the government. But you know, it's exciting hearing about rich people suffer. Oh, okay. well, well, I shouldn't say that just in case I get rich. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the fear of that, let's not do that. <laughs> or, or what else is exciting is my favorite conspiracy theory that mm. definitely did not happen, but I would love to think that it did is when the Large Hadron Collider was first turned on in 2010. And that's just like that enormous particle accelerator that's in Switzerland that they used to find the Higgs boson particle in 2012 and a couple other scientific breakthroughs since then, obviously. People really believe that when it was first turned on in 2010 or when they ramped it up to its maximum capacity in 2012 to find the Higgs boson particle, yeah, the quote-unquote God particle, it actually created a rift in space-time and like jumped all of us all of humanity over to another timeline which is why everything's so fucked up now because the elites basically put us into a completely parallel universe or a parallel timeline and it's just like again with a lot of these conspiracy theories it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense like why would the quote-unquote elites do this but it is a lot of fun to think about that they actually like time traveled all of us with this thing okay as if like pre-2012 was really great like what <laughs> no andrew that's totally true though because i think kirk chose to be gay in 2010 and maggie chose to be straight in 2010 so that it totally was it 2010 that's a lie i wasn't it wasn't 2010 i came out in 2014 but you decided to be gay in 2010 sure because it's know. a choice that's a conspiracy theory <laughs> um uh, that but Andrew, what you just probably reminded me of that that same year when when the world was going to end in 2012, which probably syncs up to this oh machine you're talking about. I forgot about and that. Yep, that is. I think there was I think there was a parallel, but there also the Doomsday. There was that movie about 2012. 2012 was going to be the end of the world, and I remember it was May 12th, 2012, I believe. And I I maybe I am a QAnon theorist. <laughs> what is it? QAnon? What are they called? QAnon? I don't know if they have a name. Anyway, I fully believed it. Me and my friend Katie called each other on the phone. We sat in our parents' bed, or my bedroom at my parents' house, her bedroom at her parents' house. And we, I, we each held on to like our bed frame because we were afraid we were going to be raptured up. And like we're on the phone, we're like, 10, 9, and it never happened. Wait. <laughs> because my bed frame apparently was really secure. I was going to say, your bed frame was secure That's to the ground. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Do you yeah, all we did remember, and, and maybe I'm the only one who's old enough to truly remember this, but do you all remember the turn of the millennia how people thought that the world was going to end. No, yeah. I was too busy being sick. I do. I remember like, yeah, but still, you still, I remember like, I remember everything in the world before 2000, like that year leading up was all about like, we all of a sudden, like it was either the world was going to end or like on the first day of 2000, we were going to live in like spaceships. Like something was going to happen overnight. We were going to like, li- like be so digital and like living in space. Yeah. I, I thought the world was maybe going to end. My whole family went out for the night. To a town nearby for New Year's Eve and a fireworks display. I mean, I was only like nine at the time. And just thinking like, it's so weird that we're out doing these things. Like, are they not worried about the fact that like the world's going to end or not? But it was just like a very surreal feeling. Where Was, I was your like, family not, didn't think it would end? I, I no, like, they didn't. They didn't I think, think it they was going to end. It. Yeah, that one I feel like was like, wouldn't hit that crowd. No, there was some very like actual cult cults that like believed it and and sold all their possessions and like went and sat on tops of mountains and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I think your average evangelical Christian really 
didn't engage with it, yeah, it but it, it did cause a lot of chaos. And, you know, that was, that was maybe one of my first big memories of like mass media and like seeing it all the time and yeah. people talking about it all the time. And then we're out in town, like walking around and there's all these festivities and the fireworks, you know, the thing that I consoled myself with that night, cause I felt like I was like actually kind of very scared about this. It's kind of funny thinking back about it, it was like, <laughs> well, if the world is going to end, it's going to happen so suddenly that it's not going to cause me any pain. Just like a submersible imploding. <laughs> oh my God. God, I wish. That really would be the best way to go out, wouldn't it? I think it's so fucked up that for $250,000, they got to die my ideal death. A death you don't even know happened. Like their brains literally couldn't register that they died. They felt nothing. It's true. Bliss. Yeah, bliss. This- Rich people get everything. Well, my favorite conspiracy theory is that Erica wants to live. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep theorizing, bitch. <laughs> Paul was here. What would you think his conspiracy theory would be? Wait, I love this. Quick sidebar for Maggie's list of oh, things that she believes that Paul would believe is conspiracy theories relating to pop culture. You know what? The first one I don't disagree with. Uh, Stevie Wonder isn't really blind. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Wait, I haven't heard of this one. Demi Lovato has a twin sister named Poot. Oh my God. You don't know Poot Lovato? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, we got to talk about that after this. Poot, La- Poot Lovato. I could show you a picture, probably. Anyway, Poot, Poot is. There's a picture of Demi on the red carpet is years ago, and you can see them like the way that um, the, the way the light is shining on Demi or whatever. It's just like it, you can't see Demi, Demi's hair. Just Google Poot Lovato. Wait, I'm and crying. If you look up Poot Lovato, it says Poot Lovato, American singer. <laughs> literally, when you look at Poot Lovato, Demi Lovato comes first. Like. Wait, I'm crying. Oh, wait, I've seen this video or yeah, this picture. Picture. She, so that's Poot Girl. Poot Girl. Um, and the last Poot. one is that Pokemon Go is a government spy program, which is funny because at the time, my conspiracy theory was that Pokemon Go is a government program designed by Michelle Obama to get us to move or to get us to eat cauliflower or something. But <laughs> Pokemon Go to the polls. Seriously, Poke- you, know, you know what? I'm about this. I hated when Pokemon Go became a thing. And then when I hear people still playing it nowadays, it freaks me out even more. Every once in a while, you catch, catch a stray trying to find a fucking Pokemon. I think that if you get robbed playing Pokemon Go, that's on you. Also, I will say Pokemon Go, I believe when it was created, it is um, taking from gay culture because it's basically just cruising. Uh- cruising for shinies. Think about it. You 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 run around. You're looking for a Pokemon out in the park, and then you get it. But like that's literally cruising. Uh, I think you're missing one key factor. Kirk, are you still looking for your Squirtle? Uh, I girl, I found many a Doug Trio or a Diglett. Not a Diglett, Kirk. Girl, I don't think. Diglett. I don't think you can say that. I know. Dig- I know. Okay, I meant like a penis. Like a Diglett looks like a penis. Okay? Oh, I thought you meant like a Niglet. Oh my god. Well, because you like men of color. And now I have to scrap the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, babe. Anyway, I'm clarifying here that Diglett looks like a little penis popping out of the ground. And Duck Trio is three of those. I know too much about Pokemon right now. I was just about to say. You know yeah, I just had this Pokemon moment. No, I loved, I loved Pokemon when I was a child and I played like the stadium on Nintendo. And when you were a straight stuff. child. And now as a grown up, I refuse to play Pokemon Go because I think it's fucking weird. But people did that. People made that choice. Listener, if you play Pokemon Go, I... Appreciate you still supporting know. Michelle Obama's app that she Yeah, that's what created. it was for. I just can't really get on board with 
adult people playing video games. I just will never understand it, which Perk, is okay. If you say that, we are losing so many listeners and Andrew. I'm just saying, like, go watch porn. Like, why are you playing? You, fucking- they, I promise you they're doing that, too. And let me tell you, the overlap is a flourishing industry. We should we should jump into that industry. Dual screens. <laughs> yeah, that's why most gamer bros have two or three screens. What am I not favorite? What are the randomest ones? I don't remember ever being implemented. It was like all implemented into all any every millennial's brain, I think. I'm seeing if you guys remember this. I think we've talked about before. But was the whole the two different people being born a male, but that um I don't even know if we can say this word anymore. <laughs> say it. But it's around Jamie Lee Curtis and Sierra. And that's oh, how that they, they were, were born. born hermaphrodites. Which I don't yeah. know if that's a word we can use, guys. But anyway. Intersex. Um, intersex. intersex. Intersex is more yeah. proper word. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, which is why was that such a thing? And like, why was, why was that implemented into our brains? I wonder if it's because Sierra was like, I'm a boss ass bitch. So like people just were like fucked up and were like, yeah. want to say that she's well, masculine. She had like more of an athletic build. Like yeah. she wasn't like. But it never, I don't know where it came from because that was before social media, before we all like knew it. I think Lady Gaga got looped. There was one with that. Gaga too. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit later. But the, but it with it was with Sarah. It was like, well, I think everyone they're all just knew it. Women that have quote unquote some masculine features, like really yeah. defined jaws, you know, higher cheekbones, like that kind of thing. But like, I guess that's all it is, really. But if you're afraid of a a dummy mommy, I don't know what to tell you. A dummy mommy. I think if you're a woman and you're achieving a lot of success yeah, really quickly, too. and there's really nothing wrong, like because that was the thing you couldn't. Like Sierra, Jamie Lee Curtis, like they never had scandals, like they never really lived scandalous lives. And so when you have nothing else to write to rag on, you just make up a little rumor. And I do think that like there are so like I think that there are more conspiracy theories out there than people really think that just came from someone being a hating ass bitch. Like I think some conspiracy theories are just like regular ass gossip that somehow gets validated. Even like QAnon, it was like people would jokingly validate it and then it just kept becoming a real thing. Um, so that is to say, if you're going to spread rumors on the internet, make sure that they're good enough to cause a whole bunch of white guys to want to overthrow the government. Yeah. And honestly, I think that is the takeaway for today's episode is to spread good rumors if you're going to make up a little conspiracy theory. Um, And ultimately, no matter what, if there's one thing that is certainly a conspiracy and not just a conspiracy theory, it is that anything bad or scary or unknown that has happened to you is the result of the government probably trying to kill you. So don't trust the government. I think the takeaway could also be for our fellow liberals listening is let's get a little more creative and start believing these things. Like, why do we, why can't we believe in conspiracy theories? All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hellscape Carousel. I'm Erica. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kirk. President Bush does not like black people. Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes. 